The Clone Wars have ended. Go, 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 go! We went over the plan five times. I got the package, didn't I? We need a pickup. Hang on. Fanboys and Friends presents Back to the Clones. Clones versus Cooper. Empire Dawns. This is the top team. The rogue clones on the run from the Empire, huh? Hello. How juicy. The Empire's growing stronger. We should be doing more. You want to really be free? Then pull off this heist and you can have a future. Rumors are more and more clones have been questioning the order. Then they're traitors, like the Jedi. You all gave up everything because of me. We made the right choice, Omega. But there are others out there who need our help. What sort of treachery is this? Stay back! Join your hosts David Sendon and Kyle Wagner. A new episode of Back to the Clones, Clones vs. Trooper, Empire Dawns, starts right now. We're soldiers. We do what needs to be done. You know what makes us different? We make our own choices. What do you need, Rex? Any chance I could use you for a mission? Again, and welcome to the latest episode of Back to the Clones, Clones versus Trooper, Empire Dawns. I am your host, David Sendon, and we are here to talk three episodes of, well, one episode of the Clone Wars, another episode of the Clone Wars with the Batch in it, and an episode of the Bad Batch that feels like whiplash after you get into an accident in your car will discuss. But I am your host, David Sendany, your master of ceremonies, your pilot of the ship, as unsteady as the waters are. And here with me, your friend and mine, Kyle Wagner. Kyle, how's it going, buddy? Uh, uh, oh, sorry, I was watching Bad Batch and fell asleep. <laughs> wait, wait. I have, to, I have to wonder, though. Did we really get... Three episodes of Bad Batch, because this feels like, you know, uh, an episode of Clone Wars and a half and Bad Batch and a half. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say it right out, right out of the gate. Sure. You've given me episodes with Captain Rex that actually made me feel bored. Oh, oh, spicy! I'm usually the one bringing the spice. This is unnatural tonight. This, I know there are people out there who love the Bad Batch, and I understand, you know, and I'm not going to sit here and berate anybody for loving Bad Batch because you have every right to. But this, yeah, this Matt, show, we, Matt, we love you. Before it continues, let me say we love you. This this show has gotten boring. Yeah, rapidly. Yeah, no, I agree. It has. It has. Um, 
I, I will admit though the the standouts and we'll we'll get into it as we go more and more into the show, but the standouts though are the clone conspiracy and truth and consequences, mainly because it is the promise not of this show, because the promise of the show is the Bad Batch, the A-Team, right? You know, the kind of stuff we've talked about before. But it's the promise of this particular era in the Star Wars timeline. The how do you go from clones to Trooper? And that's, the, that's the only thing that redeems... This batch of episodes for the Bad Batch. Yeah, that's, that's what that. I'm saying. You're, you so that's that, why but... I didn't use the phrase the promise of the show because I think you and I can both agree it's not that. No, it's it's the the, the show itself. Okay, so here's a good... It's beautifully animated and, of course, incredible voice acting work as always. Oh, yes, and I'm sure... Uh, the wonderful Ian McDermott just popped into the sound booth in his bathrobe. But we just let, let's just take the two episodes that tie into Clone Wars and tie into the tr transition from clones to stormtroopers. Mm -hmm. Yes, I understand. There's a political intrigue story. It's it's more it's more of a slow burn than it is action. But that's not why this was boring. These episodes were boring because I felt like I had no investment in any of the characters. Oh, not even in the long neck Kim and Owen who got punched out by that one uh, uh, roadie who looked skinny. The the bad the bad batch were secondary characters in their own show in this. Yeah, no, you, I agree. You, I agree. You gave us you bring in Captain Rex and he just feels like there's a. Sideshow, we have a senator. The focus is on the senator. Is on the senator mm -hmm. who you just you you look at the you look at her this senator's portrayal, and you already know the senator is in way over their head. Yeah, and it just felt everything about it felt anticlimactic. Well, you can you can see what's coming before the episode plays out, right? And. That is something, especially when you're talking this kind of aspect of Clone Wars or Bad Batch or Rebels where you're dealing with, like, the political intrigue and things like this. Mm -hmm. I've always felt like, I know they're not everybody's favorite episodes, but they're always executed well. Yeah. And th this, especially considering the major development that comes out of this, mm -hmm. this felt like it existed. Now, done and done well, were you referring to Clone Wars? Clone Wars, Rebels, I mean, both had great episodes with political entry. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was, but, the, the Clone Wars especially, it was the aspect of the prequels that were uh, not done well, but it was done right in Clone Wars. The thing about Clone Wars was they weren't afraid to take chances with it. No, they were. And it's feeling like Bad Batch is very much 
walking a line and they're like, you know, nope, nope, we're not getting off this line. We're staying on, yeah. staying on this and, line. And let me elaborate that a little bit. It's like, no, they weren't afraid to do that during Clone Wars, mainly because as far as it came to, uh, you know, and everyone talks the the whole nonsense of why make Star Wars political. It's like, well, the first movie did, you idiot. But uh, that's because if you look at George, and and granted, I don't praise the man as much as everybody else on the internet does. But that's that's my own personal reasons, and I'm not telling you a thing, people. But. Um, George really didn't care about the whole walk in a fine line. Oh, and I think, but I think that's, that's it. Bad Batch feels paint by numbers to me. Yeah, it does. And before, I'm not going to put it down in the resistance level yet because that's no. resistance. Resistance had so many issues that weren't, I, it weren't even the creator's fault. You know, you know where I would have put it at a resistance level. What's if, that? If every episode since uh, number three had been like number three, yeah. But here, had here, every episode been like that, I think you and I would have just like 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 we did with resistance, just pulled the damn plug. Yeah. The, the, the aspect of the Bad Batch is, is that it's frustrating because you have very intriguing characters. Mm, yeah, you do. And you have you have potential there, and it's just not me- it's not meeting and living up to its potential. Well, and and I think you know if I can add to that, it's not just interesting characters; it's an era that's most interesting. Like case yeah. in point, I'll take. Uh, the clone conspiracy, for instance, right? To me, where that would have served the most best and would have uh, had the stakes raised up. Um, now, granted, he never would have done this because Tony Gilroy isn't that fan service fellow, but to me, an episode like uh, the clone conspiracy would have would have been a lot sharper. Uh, you know, as far as tone goes, in a aesthetics like uh, Andor. Yeah, no, I, I can I can agree with that. But again, for me, what 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 it's coming down to is the Bad Batch is creating is doing one of the worst things you can do with any show. It's making itself bland. It's unmemorable. Uh, you mean like you're not going to remember it? It, it? It's just going to exist. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think the aspect of and the shame of it is is to have episodes like the Clones Conspiracy and Truth and Consequences, where these episodes should have been such a much bigger deal. Right. Right. And they just exist. Yeah, shame too. I mean, because like I was talking about, it's such a ripe uh, era spot to be playing around in. And and let's be honest, you don't just have uh, this section playing around in this era. I believe Andor is in this. Uh, uh, not 
Like, no, it's relatively in the same space. You know, Bad Batch, Andor, and Rebels, aren't they? Um, no, not yet. Oh, oh that's right. They haven't collided with each other yet. Yeah. They're close, though. Yeah, they're getting close, but they're not there they're quite yet. Well, but they all circulate in the same space, as I think. When yeah, I'm they all circulate in the same space, but there's still a little bit of time difference here. Mm. You know what would have made the... Uh, I'm just going to say, you know what would have made the Bad Batch, for me, more appealing? What's that? Uh, if in, say, a certain um, uh, bounty hunter show that really didn't become a bounty hunter show for some odd reason, the Book of Boba Fett, if the ones uh, Fennec knew to hire weren't some uh, Power Rangers Tatooine sand group, it was the Bad Batch. Well, yeah, that would have been cool, but... You know, I, I think I think I think here, David. Though when we that talk about that, would have been the kind of synergy to help uh, Bad Batch as it kind of limps along. You know. Well, the the other aspect of the Bad Batch that I think is is hurting it a little bit here mm-hmm. is that we're getting everything from Omega's point of view. Yeah. Oh, I agree with that. It doesn't feel like it's hopping from. You know, uh, other clone, other clone, either. You know, you have. Let's face it. You have a met. You have a member of the Bad Batch leave the group at the end of the story arc. Yeah, and it no, feels an- I, It feels so anticlimactic, and there's really never even a given an ex- explanation other than he feels it's the right thing he has to well, do. Well, it also feels weird. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know about you, Kyle, but I was left yelling at my TV going, then why the hell did you go with them anyway? Well, I understand why he went with them at the time. That's that's not, that that's fine and good. But here, it just felt like they weren't giving any payoff to it. It was just like, oh, yeah, this is what he's decided to do. Yeah. Without really adding any reasoning other than he's got to protect his clone brothers. Oh, but okay. It, yeah, yeah, but, here, yeah. but, here's, but here's the frustration of it, David. He was... was He's not very good at protecting, because if you remember, um, that arc in the Clone Wars where Echo basically got his ass blown up. Well, yeah, but here's but here's the other aspect of it, David, is that they were actually setting it up quite interesting at the beginning of the season where there was a com- almost a conflict between Hunter and Echo about what the team should be doing. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't play off of that at all. No, they did not. They absolutely did not. I, I will tell you, in this particular story arc, I will tell you what was most interesting. The um, Palpatine obviously being one, two, ten thousand steps ahead. Uh, you know, basically pulling the wool out from under everybody, using the clones. But I was, I was left scratching my beard going, oh, now wait a minute. Doesn't this make Rex an idiot? Uh, no, it's it, it's just Rex is playing out of his league. They're all playing out of their league. Oh, okay. Well, Rex Rex has always been portrayed as, um, I mean, he was second to General Skywalker. 
he was a, right. a super smart clone. If you're going, yeah, he's, to... he's he's a super smart tactical clone. He is not a super smart political clone. Oh, okay, all right, all right. And so you know what that there's, but again, it's 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 they were all playing checkers, and the empire was playing, and the emperor was playing chess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty. That's much. what it boils down to, but. Again, you're t- I, when I come when I come back to you with these two episodes, is they just they felt flat. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel invested in the senator that they introduced. To G- I didn't feel in. I, yeah, I didn't feel invested really in any of the. Well, because we met her before in the in the Clone Wars thing with the tolls. Yeah, but what what I'm saying is the, these are characters who have been introduced, and you know you should be. Anytime Rex is on your screen, you should be invested. I, I know, wasn't. not bored. And I wasn't, and that that screams problems to me. Yeah, and... no, I agree. I agree. I, I would, I would have almost preferred that anything. I know Lucasfilm wants to explore more with Rex. They made that statement early on, right? Mm-hmm. But I would have almost preferred uh, anything in there. To be to start with, um, oh, I don't know, Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, I just this is the other thing where I, I get frustrated. I'll, I'll I'll tell you right now. Here's, here's 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 we had an amazing story with Commander Cody earlier on in the season. We did, yeah. And it, and it uh, made me wonder. Ironically, what's going, going on. ironically, I called it one of the better Clone Wars episodes. It wasn't Clone Wars. Yeah, but. That you have that, and then you have this, and it falls flat on its face. Yeah, I know. That's that's weird, huh? And then to follow up this story, which have have huge major impact with what they're following it up with, mm-hmm. with these this next two part story. Oh, jeez. Well, it, let it, let well now slow down, slow down. We're only no, covering I, I, three. All, all so I'm we're... saying, I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not moving forward. I'm just saying. You have to to go from that to this. Go, go to have something that should be should have been high impact, and then go to this story, which is just like really, really, it's Oliver Twist. I I know, I know, and like I said, we, we'll get into uh, the first part of that in a bit, but we'll get into the next part like later on in our next um, episode. No, I just wanted to make it a say you have back-to-back two-part story. Right. Arcs. No, I understand that. I understand that. Yeah. One thing I uh, one thing I do like here, and I'd be remiss if I didn't call it out. Well, two things. One, the impeccable Ian McDermott. Right? Mm-hmm. Because uh, the minute you hear that voice, you're like, oh, you know it. You know, it's Pavlovian dog. You're like, there he is. Um, so I appreciated that. But I more appreciated on the basis of, you know, when uh, Ian Abercrombie, um, you know, toward the end of Clone Wars Run, you know, when he died, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they got Tim Curry. Yeah. I think. Uh, which was ironic because Tim died about a year and a half later. No, Tim's still alive. Oh, Tim's still alive. He had that. He had that stroke. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I forgot. But um, 
you know, back to my original point, though, is Tim Curry just felt like a too, he felt like too much of a jarring pick going from the impeccable impression Ian Abercrombie was doing, where, you know, like like Tom Kane, you know, making you think it was Frank Oz from that 2008 movie Forward, you thought it, you're like, that was Yoda, right? Yeah. Um, going Ian Abercrombie, where you made you, it made you think they got Ian McDermott for the show, and you're like, how'd they do that? And then you're fooled. But to go from that to uh, Tim Curry, that just didn't work. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, it's not. I mean, for me. For me, the caveat is always for me. If it works for you, great. Um, you know, gentle listeners, we love you. Um, you know, we're not we're not dogging on the show. We want it to be better. Hell, we want all Star Wars to be better, or we wouldn't be, you know, here doing any of this, will we, Kyle? Yeah, no, and I again, there I know there are people who love these episodes and love. And love the Bad Batch, and I, I don't, I don't begrudge them for that. This is my, these, these are our opinions yeah. here, and I, I don't expect anybody to, um, you know, have the same feeling as as we do. And hell, if you want, if you want to talk to me about it and see if you can change my mind and tell me something, tell me, tell me what I'm missing because right now, I just don't see it. I, I just don't, I don't see it. It doesn't have energy to me. It doesn't have. It doesn't have that hook to pull me in. Right, right, right. Are you... Uh, okay, Internet, this is the one time you're going to have me say it. The one time you're going to have me say it. Are you telling me, for you, Kyle, it doesn't have your... Baby Yoda? No, it, it, it doesn't. And it's it started off with some episodes that really I really enjoyed. But... I've got to say, since maybe the third episode, it just exists. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, they're they're not. It doesn't feel like they're building towards anything. It just feels like it's a show that's spinning its wheels. Um, yeah, no, I can agree with that. And that's where it's frustrating because this show, in the timeline it is, and what it should be dealing with should be every week a what the hell is going to happen next ride. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say get the two of Filoni, but he's off doing bigger and better things. Well, I, th- I think, I think, I think this is, if, I think this is going to be, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that when this is done, this will be the final season. Of Bad Batch. Yeah. And I only, I only joke about the get the two of Filoni, because let's be honest, you and I both know, Kyle, if if the clone conspiracy and truth and consequences were 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 more Dave than people think he's involved with this show, which I don't think he's involved all that much. But if it were more Dave like Clone Wars was, then you would not be using the word boring for Rex. Right. But this is this is where we're at. I mean, is that a fair assessment? 
Yeah, I, I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. And this, but this is where we're at with this right now. Oh yeah, this is what it is. And I, I, I just, it's kind of what I feel about Star Wars in general, right? Right now, as a property, it feels. Oh, oh, oh here we go. I was no, wondering no, 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 how long no. we get to this part. No, no, it feels like it's directionless, and that's what I feel. Star Wars is right now. Even, even though you know we have Mandalorian coming out in a few days at the time of recording this. Right. But we did. There's an article making the rounds that uh, Favreau and Filoni have said we have no idea how the Mandalorian is going to end. We have no plan. Well, you know, I'm just going to say, and, and again, we'll get into this when we, uh, you know, do our Mandalorian show in a, in a few, um, I'll record it in a few days, I guess. But, uh, I'll, so I'll get into it more later. But I'll just say, you know, as far as Favreau's comments, I've mm-hmm. been uneasy with this guy since Elf. Yeah, I, I, I understand. You made your... But, I mean, it, it just shows... I just feel like right now when I when I look at when I look at Star Wars mm-hmm. and, I, and I love it, don't get me wrong, this isn't, a, this isn't me saying I hate Star Wars because that's not the truth. No, no, no. You'd probably be uh, uh, more sick than you were uh, uh, if you said that. But 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 I'm also of of the of the feeling that right now Star Wars is basically just riding on the fly, except except for whatever Tony Gilroy has planned for Andor, which he had mapped out for a while. But you know, I just I just look at what they're doing. Can I just add one thing to that? Uh huh. And I'm not disagreeing with you, right? Mm-hmm. But what's kind of funny about that? You know, Star Wars just riding on the fly is, I'm sorry. And this is, people always say, okay, get for the, for the give it back to George crowd that always cried that he had a plan from the beginning. Spoiler alert. No, he didn't. He was making it up as he went along, flying by the seat of his pants. Go to every making of video. There's documentary proof that says he was doing exactly that. He said those words himself. So so no one sit there and tell me he always had a plan because no, he didn't. Well, but but that's a different. All I'm gonna say about that, David, is that get a little. Yeah. No, but all all I'm gonna I'm gonna say about that it was a different time and it was at the birth of something. No, I, I, I think I know. I understand that. I think that's part of this is too is that you know Star Wars has been around for a while now and it's established. Right, and... right. Uh, that's the other part. Now that I've calmed down, Kyle, the other part mm-hmm. I will say about it is we started there, right? Where you got you got a good forty some years where you're basically making shit up as you went, and now you have to go from you know not from not doing that to actually having something. Right, and you gotta have you gotta now, have a little bit of idea. Fair, is that a fair barometer to look at? Yeah, well, and I think I think this is part of the problem with Star Wars, though, is that. 
I, I, I feel like there's an aspect of Star Wars, mm-hmm. and I think Bad Batch is a perfect example of it. Yeah. That they're afraid to take a chance. On themselves? I think on themselves and on the proper on the property. It's it, it honestly feels like right now it's like okay, we're going to we're going to do we got Mandalorian which really does appeal to well to the, the 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 a certain generation of fans because we're giving them what they want plus we have Grogu which is you know, I know you're feeling about that but all I'm saying is grow it, it's it's marketing and it's it, it it's trendy. Yeah, you know what? I'm go I'm gonna save my thoughts on that for when we get into our Mandalorian. Right, uh, right. Show. No, and I understand that. And I understand that. And I I get I get the the feeling behind mm-hmm. that. Yeah. All, but all I'm saying though is it's it, they're riding the popularity wave. Right, right, right. Yeah, I get you. I, I get have you. the only chance. The only chance I felt Star Wars has taken. The only time, two times, I really feel like Star Wars is taking a legitimate chance with Rogue One and Andor. Yeah, since, no, yeah. Since, yeah. since, since, the, start, since the start of the Disney era. Especially Andor, yes. I think I think it's been a lot of playing it safe. Well, it's to stay within a certain lane. Mm-hmm. Um, people can say, oh, well, what about Last Jedi? That's that's a, that's a whole different ball of wax. Uh, and, yes and no. I mean, it, it was trying to take a... a sharp right turn out of a certain lane and then of course they got you know bit by you know a majority of fans who can't act like adults for more than five minutes well but what 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 i'm saying though is, is i think bad batch is the perfect example because i look at let's just rewind a little bit let's look back to the what they quote unquote called the final episodes of Clone Wars. all right which i think were outstanding and especially those last couple with ahsoka were just mind blowing. Oh yeah! I, as a matter of fact, I bit the bullet and bought that beautiful Ahsoka Mall throne piece, and it's sitting on my bar in my uh, main room in my apartment. So there's that. And then I look at Bad Batch, and I I'm gonna be honest with you, they took more chances in season one than they have through the entirety so far of season two. Yeah. I'd have to go back and rewatch most of season one, but I would agree, yes. And I, I, I think that's a shame because I think the potential is there for such good storytelling. Mm-hmm. And I think that they want to tell good stories, and I think that what's what's happening with Bad Batch is that it's a combination of a couple of things. Go on. It's a combination of, oh, it's animated, so it must be kitty. Well, yeah, there's that. And I think it's also, like I said, I think there's some general fear right now in Star Wars of taking a real major chance. And I don't know why that is. I Don't ask me. I don't, I don't know why no, it is. I have a few theories, but we'll talk off air about them. But it's, right now, it's just, it just feels like Except for a few, a couple of different, uh, a couple of different th- oddball. Uh, I don't want to say oddball, but different things which were already put into motion. Right. It's like no, we can't. We 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 don't want to take a risk with Star Wars. And and what what I'm going to say about that is this, David. Go on. Yes. 
it, and I, and I know you kind of don't like it when I do this, but Marvel took chances with Phase 4. Did they all work? No, but they took some chances. Star Wars needs to take some of those kind of chances, and if they don't work, great. But the, at least you're taking the chance and trying something different. See, I I actually agree with that. I know I'm I'm shocking you. You're probably sitting down, but I'm 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 actually going to agree with that because you look at the chances Marvel took, and I'm just gonna say it, kids. I applaud their chances more than phase one, two, or three. <gasps> I know, sacrilege, right? But I don't care. Star Wars needs to do the same thing. I... Well, see, but... Uh, and this is this is, the, this is the thing. This is, this is how I'll compare it. When I look at Marvel Stages 1 through 3, that was to... They, they knew they had to establish it and build. Right, And, yeah. and really solidify it. Yeah. And they did that, Stage 1 through 3. Mm -hmm. Star Wars has been there for a while. Right. When Phase 4 started for the MCU, they had no way of... There was no way they were going to match Endgame and Infinity War. Just, it's just... It wasn't in the cards. No. So what did they do? They took some extra chances, and guess what? Some of them paid off, some of them didn't. But they took the chances to expand their universe. Right. In, uh, right, in the form of Disney+, Plus, which I'm just going to say has kind of been a... No, 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 no. Let me just say, right... Disney mm -hmm. Plus has kind of been a detriment to some of the MCU's steam. Yeah, but I also, I also, I also look at the movies. They took chances with the movies. I think Shang Chi was a chance. I think the Eternals was a chance. Oh, like Shang, I said, they... Shang, Shang Chi wasn't just a chance. It was something that I'm just gonna say this. It was something that take the superhero element out of it, right? Just take it out of it for a minute, okay? Shang-Chi was a movie that also, as far as representation properly in Hollywood, needs to happen more often. Right. But what I'm saying, Marvel chose to take chances, and they, you know what? Even their, when their chances didn't pay off, they still made money. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Because they had the confidence in their brand. Well, that and this little... This little Reality gem uh, fact that uh, Feige's got everybody by the tesseracts and he's squeezing. Oh, there's there's that, but th th there are some people within Lucasfilm that need to squeeze some things and see what falls out. <laughs> I'm I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I started the analogy. I know, right? But you know, once you said that. I'm like, the back of my brain is like, man, I wish Carrie Fisher was still alive. Because you know what she'd do to these people by now. Well, I, I'm just saying, I, I I think there needs to be somebody there who's pushing the creative. Yeah, yeah, true. I, I think I think that there needs to be somebody who's there saying we've got to take some chances with these things. And and, and I don't think yeah, there's and, anybody... And I have no reason not to believe those conversations aren't being had. It's just we aren't privy to them. Nor, nor I will say this, nor should we be. 
Well, but here's the other thing. Those co- even if those conversations are being had, yeah. they're being had, but they're not being had in a way to where it's like, okay, pull the damn trigger. They're being had. No, and I, I can off. agree with that. I can agree with that. But you also got to factor in the fact that we had that Disney for three freaking years had a moron. Well, no, I, I agree. Don't get me wrong. I agree. We're, we're still in a transition phase. Here, yeah, right? yeah. No, I, I'm no, keeping I know. That... It's going to take a while to undo the uh, the stench that this tiny little JPEG looking minion left. But 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 the, but the issue being is that I would have more issue with the time frame. I'd have less issue with the time frame if it wasn't what was old is doing it. Right. Yeah. Oh, you mean what going from one Bob to the other? Going going from one Bob back to the future to Bob Iger. I think I think that should be expediting, actually making things a little easier to get certain things yeah, done. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. And I I guess we can have that conversation on the regular show at some point. Yeah. But, yeah, no. Um, but but I what what I what what it boils I I mean what, I mean another another point, point counterpoint. <laughs> You also got to factor in the fact that with the with a with a worldwide pandemic we had to deal with. Okay, I'm just gonna say this about it, and not not going down a rabbit hole because we're on bad batch. But I'm just gonna say this: if things had stayed hunky dory, same, right? And uh, say you know solo worked, and say they shot a solo too. But say it came out 2020, and say it hit the damn wall that every other movie hit. I guarantee you, had that happened, then all these other petty little arguments in fandom would be irrelevant. Because we would have so much damage, fandom would probably never recover again. Well, but but again, what it what it boils to for me, what it boils down to right now, yeah. When I look at Bad Batch, and I look at the state of Star Wars, yeah. I personally, this is, and I know we differ on this. I've been enjoying Mandalorian. I like some of the stuff that they're doing, and I think they're catering to a certain section of fans. Yeah, yeah. The the the, the problem, but but I think the Bad Batch right now is a great thing to look at to give you the summation of what is happening with Star Wars shows right now is that there is becoming less and less of a desire to take a chance and just live within a status quo and i also think it's reflective and i things could change you know i don't get me wrong hold on this is emotional for me let me just say i i think that hit a chord with me just now because i saw it when my shows have my aliens talking in English. Yeah. Well, let me, let me, let, let, let me, let, so let me, let me finish where my thought is. Sure. The, the, is it, is it possible it's going to change? Yeah. There's some upcoming projects that I think could help change the direction. Yeah. But I'm going to say it and I've said it before and I know you agree with me on this. It is time to explore other corners, other time periods, other things within the Star Wars universe. Oh, I, I 100% agree. One, it is 100% time to, agree. It is time to take those chances. 
Yes, I know. I'm excited for Ahsoka. I'm excited for Rosario on the role. I love, I love all of that. But you're still within the uh, a Skywalker era timeline. Right. That is one of the reasons why I'm very intrigued by Acolyte. I am also intrigued, and this is one of the reasons, though, why Andor worked for me. And even though I Andor is in the Skywalker timeline, yeah. it went in a direction that we've never seen Star Wars go. Yeah. Yeah, it did. And we need more of that. We need to breathe new air and a new feeling into into Star Wars. And I think the only way to do that is to realize we've got to get beyond what we already know. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. We've got to find a... Uh... Uh, oh, I'm just going to use the word because I think, you know, it, it's going to be more than the rumors suggest. We need a new beyond, damn it. Well, and I think at this point for me with Bad Batch Season 2, Bad Batch Season 2 is a summation of the problem. It, uh, please it, elaborate. It's the summation of afraid to take a chance. It's a summation of not wanting to move forward with things and still holding on to the same bone over and over again. Yeah. And that's the frustration because the Bad Batch, with these characters and with the timeline period it's in, mm -hmm. could go in so many other interesting directions. It could, yeah, it could. And instead... It's more of the, we're going to, it can't break free of its clone. We can't break it free of its clone wars roots. So it's wash, rinse, repeat. Yeah, that's, I've been preaching this. I'm glad you said that. I really am, Kyle. Because I've been preaching this since season one. You're constantly chasing the tail of the clone wars. You're not the clone wars. You're not Dave Filoni. Dave Filoni is off doing bigger and better things for Lucasfilm. You're you. Be your show. Don't try to be his. Well, and that and that's the other thing that why to me Rebels always worked, even though it was a Filoni show mm -hmm. and it tied in with Clone Wars. They still did things to make Rebels its own show that it could stand on its own yeah. two feet. Now, didn't I read somewhere? And, and this would be ironic, I think. But Rebels was kind of what Filoni would have done with Clone Wars had George not steered him over here. Oh, I think that's some of it, yeah. yeah. But, but I think when I when we when we talk about Bad Batch, and I'm going to include the the third episode into this now conversation now. Okay. It's one of those things to where. It's it's crime is not meeting its potential. Yeah, no, I can agree with that. Yeah, it, it's it's crime is having these very interesting, intriguing characters, mm -hmm. and when you have significant moments, more times than not, they're written in a way that feels dull, or or you follow it up with something that's so. You go from something that's a heavy topic and an important topic to something that's so kiddy and so this makes no sense where they're putting this. Like, oh, the crossing, you mean? Yeah. 
Jeez. Perfect transition. How do you follow up an episode with Palpatine and give us that? Yeah. And, well, I think the real question is, how do you follow up an episode with Palpatine and it gave us that? The... Not the promise of the show, but the promise of the era of the show. Like I was saying earlier. But the real exactly. question this, is, why? This episode felt like this should have been a beginning of the season type of episode. Well, yes, yeah, yeah, I can see that. Like, maybe something that uh, belongs in the realm of what 3 and 4 were doing? Right, yeah. I mean, that that's... It, this is the frustrating part. I mean, it's an episode that certainly doesn't belong this deep into the season. Right. This episode and the next episode should have been at at the beginning of... Especially after your your two-partner, right? Yeah. At this point, we're in the real meat of it. We have, what, five left? Mm Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, Well, yeah. But I feel like, you know, at this point, we're in the real meat of it. At, and you're like, you're wondering where's the, where's the beef? No, the, the, but what they're giving us is we ordered a, a, a triple decker hamburger and we're, and we've got maybe one pat, we've got one patty instead of three. Yeah, well... We ordered a triple decker hamburger, and what they're giving us is a burnt Toronto wrap. Yeah. So, it, it's just frustration. It's frustration because it, I know it could be so much more. Yeah, no, I I agree. It definitely can be so much more. And the, in a way, it's a bigger crime than resistance because resistance just started off on the wrong foot and just never recovered. And never really found it screwed. Yep. Now, uh, okay, I'm gonna just say this, and I know this is not an invitation for the you know the people with the disinvocation word. I'm like, yeah, stop that. But wasn't the wasn't this kind of funny the 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 stampede of wild beasts? Didn't that feel like a very copy and paste Lion King? Oh, very, very much so. Which, ironically, is kind of what got Favreau the job for Mandalorian. I'm not sure why. Oh, but, but neither, either there or there, just fo- putting the focus on the Bad Batch. Right. It's just the the the, the choice of storylines and where they placed them makes zero sense. Yeah, I agree with that. You are taking us out of the flow. There's, the show has no flow to it. Right, it has a disjointed flow because uh, so there are moments where the like the first two it had its heartbeat, mm-hmm. next two it dipped, two after that you found its pulse again, and then dip, and I, I'm just like, what are we doing? Well, and the problem though is every time it dips, it dips a, l- a little bit deeper into oblivion. Yes, which which actually is makes me want to apologize to the the um, Clone Wars episodes that we did call filler back in the day. Oh, and 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 like I said, that's the crime of this show is that it, it's become it 
a show that just exists. Oh yeah, definitely. I can agree with that. And it's like I said, it's frustrating. It's it, it, I expect better. And I just I I I feel I I feel like it would take something very very special to happen in these last few episodes of the Bad Batch to even get it back up to a, a level. I feel like okay, I could at least recommend somebody saying, "Well, it's not it's not the greatest thing, but it's still got it's still got its moments." Yeah, I, I think that would be a pretty big metamorphosis, my friend. Yeah, so I mean. We're, we're going to ride the Bad Batch through. Yeah, we're you know, going to ride it out. Uh, look, Kyle and I have sworn, unlike Star Wars Resistance, ugh, we we are going to finish this. Isn't that right, Kyle? We are, we, yeah, we are, we're going to finish this. We are firmly we're going, going to finish, finish this. this. We are going to finish this, and I think it's important that we do finish it. But yeah. right now, as it stands, Bad Batch, you've got a lot of work to do. Yeah, yeah, you definitely have a lot of work to do. And let me reiterate, we don't dislike Bad Batch. We know the potential of Bad Batch. We're not hating on Bad Batch. Hell, we don't hate on any Star Wars. Why would we be doing this if we did? Why would I have roped in Kyle, who's probably one of the best cats I've never met? Okay? Why would I have roped in Matt, who, yeah, he's been gone for a few years, but he's also one of the best guys I've, uh, well, met at a few conventions, gave a Wookiee hug to. By the way, Kyle, you have a few on reserve yourself. But, <laughs> you know, I mean, these two guys are probably the best cats I've known, you know, when I'm just talking online. And we love Star Wars and want all Star Wars to be great. So why would we be here if we didn't? You know? You, you, see, yeah. you see the disconnect in logic some people have? Mm. Yeah. It, it, it's that, it boils down to this. I don't hate the product. I just want it to be more. Absolutely. That's, that's what it boils down to. Yeah. It's, we know we I think, know it can be more. We want it to be more. Right. And this isn't an I'm not even going to knock the people who put in all the hard work on it because they should be proud of oh, what they I'm have not on. either. The the people that put in the hard work on this or any Star Wars for that matter should be applauded. Yeah, it's just you know, a matter I mean, of I did more praising on to Tony Gilroy than any, and I don't want Tony around much after Andor. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, but, I mean, I just think it's just one of these things to where somebody needs to take the, take the chains off. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It's, it's high time to do that. And, well, Kyle, I think it's also high time to end the show because we got, well, we got enough granite out of some very little stones. Yeah, I mean, I guess I have to go mine some some things so I can get a bowl of soup. Yeah. Can I please have another? <laughs> More? <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll get to that in our next recording. I've got a few thoughts there. <laughs> we'll, we'll get to that. The, the, the story of Omega Twist. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 
You know what? I think you found the title of next next week's episode. <laughs> Omega. T- <laughs> oh, okay, celebration. That should be a drink at the bar. Get on it. <laughs> Galaxy's Edge. I'm looking at you. Omega Twist. Kyle, you're insane. Well, I do have COVID brain. So yeah, okay. All right, all right, all right. Uh, well, uh, that'll do it for this show. And uh, uh, Kyle and I will be back in, well, a couple weeks to do the next three. And then I think uh, after that, we'll finish up where... We'll just do the last four in the end of March. That sounds like a plan to me. I did that for you, buddy, not just to recover from your COVID brain, but also, yeah, that other guy. Yeah, that other guy. Yeah, we're not going to talk about the other no, guy. No, 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 we don't talk about the other guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't talk about him. Uh, just to keep him off for a while. All right, so for me and Kyle, I'll just end by saying, Ha! We're all you need. You can buy your freedom. You can have a future. Isn't that what you're after? We're already free. Clearly, you're not paying attention to what's happening out there. It is time for a new era. Thanks for listening to Back to the Clones, Clones vs. Trooper, Empire Dogs. There are others out there who need our help. Covering the Star Wars Bad Batch Season 2, streaming exclusively on Disney+. We'll take all the allies we can get. Let's go. Get to work. All things Lucasfilm, Star Wars, is a subsidiary of the Walt Disney Company. This podcast is meant for informational purposes only, and no infringement is intended.